And as always, I'm joined by the chainsaw-carrying Case. Case, how are you doing today? Didn't I have a chainsaw before in one of these episodes? Are you repeating yourself? No, no, you didn't have a chainsaw. You, you've corrected courses, you've been cursed, you've, you've done lots of things. You've chased cougars, uh, uh-huh. but you've never carried a, a chainsaw. Cool, do I get to wear a uh, cheerleading outfit like the, that new video game coming out? I can't remember the title of Lollipop chainsaw or something? Yes. Cool. Because I like wearing cheerleader outfits. Wait a minute. Something bad said. (laughs) Something bad said me. I. (laughs) Quick. Make a bly. Yes. Everyone look the other way for a second. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No. So you're very, uh, very army of darkness of you to to have a chainsaw. Damn straight. Sometimes. Wait. Good. Bad. I'm the one with the gun. Wait. I have a chainsaw. Dang. Shop smart. That's case is Mart. Remember, they wanted to be a Kmart, but Kmart wouldn't let them use the name Kmart. Those, dumb, those dumb bastards. I know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so it's been a, a long holiday weekend here in the States. We had uh, Monday off for the labors days, for everyone to give labors. I think that's what it is, for sure. Maybe. I thought it was something about everyone who worked, but all the people that work still have to work today. It's really strange. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like back in the day, it used to be like all the hard labor workers that worked like on the steel mills and stuff got off. But now it seems like all the white collar people go off. But all the people that work in restaurants and the fast food areas have to stay have to work anyhow. So it's really strange. That's all. Well, it's, congratulations for the labors. Um, <laughs> so that so that happened. So uh, did you get any um, between? Uh, Last podcast because we were a little delayed. I know it's a, sh- a shorter week because of the the hurricane situation we uh, had up here in New England. And uh, this week of a long weekend, did you get any gaming? What'd you play? Come on. You well, play? I this was um, I guess complete video game week. So complete, complete video game week. Yes, complete video games week. Huh? So I finished uh, Al Shada a session of the Metro, Metro, Metatron. I can never say the uh-huh. title of this place. The Fallen Wait. Angel artsy game. Yes, which, well, you're not a fallen angel, you're Enoch, which is a human that's just immortal, and you're trying to stop all the fallen angels. And I'm, I like the game. It was well worth the money, I think. I, I enjoyed it, but I like artsy games. Uh, the one thing I think they did really well was Lucifer, the way they portrayed him, because uh, he basically helps you the whole time. He's the guy you save your game with. But anyhow, it was a really cool he, game. So Lu- Lucifer helps you? Yeah, it's more like the true Lucifer, where Lucifer's not really evil. He's kind of just another angel type thing. And like the whole time, he's on the, he's on his cell phone talking to God, and it's like they're best friends type thing. But he's, so he's got, but he's kind of like on the slide. Yeah, he's like a cooler, like, but he's not, trying, he's not doing evil. He's just, he's there to help you along the way and make sure you don't fail. And he saves the game. That's where you, you have to find him to save your game and stuff. But he's not, because then they, I mean, in some Bible re- ways, some Bibles you read, he's not actually evil. He's just not God. That's all. He just tried to steal a light from God at one point. But anyhow, it's about the point. 
So anyhow, the way I just like the way they portrayed him because they portrayed him like this like cool guy. It was kind of interesting. It's kind of like it would fit into an um, Constantine the movie type style. Anyhow, really cool game. I liked it. But if you don't like RT games, you you probably won't like it because the gameplay is okay. It's just like a fighter, devil may cry type game uh, when it comes to fighting. But yeah, so you beat that. You beat that yeah. one. Yeah. Then I moved on after I beat that and beat uh, Deuce X. Uh, the Revolution of Machine or Machine Revolution. What's the full title? I never remember. Human Revolution. Human Revolution. Beat that. A uh, little upset because I didn't get the pacifist achievement, which is when you kill nobody. And I'm not sure why because I don't remember killing anyone. I, I'm only. I'm just wondering if it was at the very beginning for you, before you got augmented when it. I thought all you had the option was to kill people. Maybe that's why. So that was a little sad that I didn't get the the pacifist achievement, but I got almost all, every other achievement. Uh, the one weird thing, I mean, I'm still going to say the game was good. Um, I don't think it's a game of a year game, but it was a really good game. I thought it did justice, justice to the very first Deuce X. Even the ending, when you can pick between the four different endings, is the exact same way the first one was ended. You had a, you could pick between three different endings. It's kind of a callback to the original. And then, the, so that, and I still have the issue of the fact that I did everything silent and I'd get to the boss fights and have to run around collecting weapons because I only, I didn't have any offensive weapons at the time. So, but finished that. And then that's played some random battlefield and Counter-Strike, but uh, that's about it. How about you? Did you? Uh, well, just like you, I also finished uh, do. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked a lot about it last week and you just talked about it a bit more, so I'm not going to beat it to death. Probably the same impressions I had last week about the game, you know, same, same, uh, things. We definitely played, uh, completely different. Um, you know, I felt it was, uh, was okay. I think it, it wrapped up the questions I had. Um, I just, I felt a little anticlimactic. Uh, yeah, I just at the end I was I think I was looking for something a little bit more. Um, it left well, me wanting. How do you feel about the the only boss I actually liked in the whole game was the very last one because there was like four different ways you could beat him or yeah, hits. and so yeah. I, I could actually beat it using stealth almost. I mean I couldn't completely beat it with stealth, but um, I was able to beat it not just by going buck wild with machine guns like all the other bosses. I thought, it was, I thought it was the easiest one. Oh, it was definitely the easiest one, especially once I figured I could hack something and not to shoot things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that. I even, I hacked that by mistake and I was like, Oh, what's going on? Okay. I guess it's done. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, so, I'm, I, the, the, if you want to hear more about that game, we talked about it a bunch last week. Go yep. check it out. Minor spoilers last week. Uh, if, uh, so if you want to play through it first, go through it, but, uh, didn't spoil the whole thing. So overall though, uh, not a bad game. Entertaining. I'm definitely looking forward to games coming out this week. Um, but what I also played, uh, this long weekend was I played, uh, some DLC for Dragon Age 2. Um, Yay. you know, I like, I like my digital crawlers, even though I wasn't that impressed with Dragon Age. I did want to check out Legacy. Um, it was essentially just another mission. It really didn't add to the story, uh, maybe a little, but not, not hardly at all. Maybe some extra items. I don't even remember the story. Well, yeah, well, see, that's the whole thing. Remember, you're a guy named Hawk. Oh yeah, Hawk, whatever. Blah blah blah. So, um, beat that. That was that was interesting. Um, and then also I uh, downloaded the Spank game. 
Um, for those who haven't played a Death Bank game, it's essentially a cartoonish RPG. It's a hack and uh, slash. It's a hack and slash type of thing. Uh, with with uh, it's very light on the RPG side. Yeah, I mean you get you have a menu system, potions, food you can eat, blah blah blah. So, but essentially, yeah, it is a hack and slash. Go through, level up, blah blah blah. Um, if you like the first one. Um, which a lot of people did. The humor was uh, was pretty entertaining. The second one left a lot of people uh, just not that impressed because essentially it was the same game again, just different skins differently, and uh, the humor was you know pretty much the same. So a lot of the jokes weren't as funny. So a lot of the people probably maybe didn't finish the second one. Uh, and I'd say if you were one of those people that played the first one, liked it, then played the second one, I was like, eh then I wouldn't play the third one because it's just more of the same. So unless you played the first one and the second one all the way through and were like, yeah, I want, I want, I want, I'll play some more of that game. Then, uh, I, I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't pick it up, but, um, uh, it's, it's not a bad game. Uh, you don't really even have to listen to anything. It's one of those games you can put music on in the background and kind of just yeah play and not really think about. So it was, it was, it was all right for what it was. Um, better than the Dragon Age Two DLC, I bet you. It was longer. <laughs> it's longer. So you, so, you, just out of curiosity, you mentioned because uh, I'm, I don't know, I'm going away this week, so I was just curious. You said there's games coming out this week. Yeah, yeah, I've got uh, two pre-orders coming in, coming in tomorrow. Why don't you give me a preview? Because I don't, I can't imagine what's coming out. Well, one game is a game that you should get. Uh, is Resistance Three. Coming mm-hmm. out tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to that. When I got my PS3, first game I got was Resist Fallen Man. So um, it's it's a pretty good game. It's one of the few games I tend to play actually online um, because Whoa. they have co-op and whatnot. So that's scary. Hook it up. Hook it up, Case. And we'll we'll do some we'll do some co-op. Mm-hmm. Do with the missions. Maybe. Um, then the other one that's coming out, which um, some reviews are out right now for, is uh, Dead Island. Oh, yes, uh, that's right. So Dead Island comes out tomorrow, and, you know, there was a lot of hype around uh, a lot of reviews. And, um, no, the and hype then, was around the trailer, right? It wasn't around yeah, the reviews. well, the, the artsy, artsy one. So, and it hasn't gotten terrible reviews. It's, it's been said, you know, it's it's an entertaining game. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to check it out and, and uh, put my harsh critic hat on and check it out. But... A little biased because I do enjoy zombies, so that may skew. Me yeah, that was the only reason I was tempted to get it was because of zombies. Uh, and there's four player co op, which would we'll be up. interesting. And we'll if uh, if I if you were a PC gamer, you can buy four game. If you get you actually get four copies of the game for like a hundred bucks or something like that. So it ends up being twenty dollars a game. Get on the get on the PS3. I'll play it with you. I wonder if we can do a uh, PS3 to PC. VSD. Only on Portal. Only on Portal. Awesome. I don't know of any other games where where they do that. Well, there is one coming out but, um, that was announced. I just can't remember. I'll remember it when we're going to the news and bring it up. All right. Well, I'm at least going to play, by the time we talk next next week, at least play one of those games while you, sir, are enjoying Sin City. That is true. I'm going to read a comic book called Sin City all week. No, I'm going to Vegas. I will probably game though. I, I I will be taking one of my gaming laptops, so I will probably game a little bit once I lose all my money at the blackjack table. 
In theory, I will be playing blackjack, which is gaming. Listeners, if you're going to be in Vegas this coming week, shoot Case an email at case at thronecontrollers.com. Let them know. Uh, if you want to buy them a drink or something, uh, take them out, uh, chat you up a bit. Or just tell them, you know, saying you're going to be in town, but you don't want to meet up with him. You can also do that. Awesome. And if you're a girl, you probably want to leave town because I'll be chasing you all. Great, baby. Um, so what's been going on this week in the news? All right, Batty Bat. Say you were designing a video game. Okay, I'm designing a video game. There you go. You said it. When you start designing a game, when do you think uh, you should start thinking about how to make money off that game? Right away. So you work for EA, I guess. Um, and only, Activision. And Activision. The only reason I brought this up is that um, Gabe Newell from Valve, you know, the man of the man of makes the best games in the world, he was just in an interview and someone was talking to him about D- DOTA 2, which is Valve's next game to come out. Which Can you I- explain to people what that is? I don't even know what it is. It's an action RTS. So DOTA used to, was a, a mod for, I believe, what was it mod for? World of Warcraft or something like that? The original DOTA that some guys made that made it more like an, an uh, action RTS where you can actually have teammates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then somehow Valve stole the rights to make the sequel from this. Comp- There's like a big issue about it because like the guys that did the original mod with for DOTA got mad at them for doing DOT, DOTA 2 because they were already doing a sequel. So there's a big fight about just over who should make DOTA 2. Man, that's really hard to say. All right, well, all right. so there's some legal bullshit going down. And, yeah, uh, well, it's not legal. It's not actually legal. I mean, Valve has all rights to do it. Yeah. It's just, you know, the, all the people that supported the original guys are kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? All you right, so, so what was Gabe saying about uh, when you develop a game – when should you start thinking about money? Well, he basically said that uh, while designing DOTA, they didn't think of money at all. They just they said their prime focus is to not worry about the money. It's about how to make the game right. And first worry about making the game right. And then once the game is right, then attempt to figure out how to make money. Because otherwise, you're, you're not going to be making a good game. You're just going to be making something like Farmville. He didn't so say. So what do you think? I, he didn't say Farmville. I do said. you believe that? Well... I do, yes. I mean, premature monetization. What? I was going to say, Google's mantra is do no harm or do no evil or some, I don't know, bullshit. It is actually do no evil, but their their view is do no evil to, if you read the actual thing, it's do no evil to the customers. So they'll do evil to other companies, just not to the the clients, just so you know. So Google Google does do the stuff that yeah. Microsoft does. Yeah, but they Google does fuck over its customers. It does doesn't know it. people don't know it. Like Google Plus essentially is just them data mining what yes. more information but in on theory, serve up their information to. is is locked down. They just give you the statistics. But anyhow, that's beside the point because it's not gaming. I right, do right. think monetization trying to figure out how to make money before you actually have a good game to make money off of will make you not make a good game. I think there's – I think you have to have a balance. I agree. I think definitely people need to come up you know, uh, with you know, just like writing a book or, or a movie or anything like that. There is the ability for that, that quick cash grab that you can do. But the really great ones are the ones that um, took some time and, and, and some put a lot of effort into the, to the art form and then put out a really quality project – 
um, and then and the money followed. But I think inevitably, you know, there's you know there's 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 a line there with video games. You know, um, you want it to do well enough so that you can make uh, additional ones, or even get the ability to make more RC games later down the road. You know, well, if you work for if you're Dave Newell for for Gabe Newell for um, Valve, yeah, you you have that because because you're Gabe Newell, you know, and you can you can say things like that. But if you're just starting out, you know, you have to think about okay, what's going to so you know, there's some of that stuff, you know. It's like uh, being a photographer; you got to start taking wedding photos before you start doing artsy stuff or something. Well, I, I think his, I mean, in theory, uh, you know. Games that they make like um, Portal Two and stuff like that, their their real view is they're just selling you know the product at the end. They're not gonna do like monthly fees or anything like that. For DOTA, I think it's the first game that's gonna be like more like a WoW type game. Yeah, where it's not you buy it and then you're done. It's gonna be some either monthly fees or um, you know what's that called uh, the little minor transaction things the. Microtransactions. Microtransactions. I think that's why he's talking about it right now is the fact that this specific game is the first game Valve made that's not the standard ship it to market type game. And so in his viewpoint, I guess he's saying is we don't know how we're going to make this game money. And right now to us, we're too early in the game to even pretend that we should figure that out. Let's figure out what the game is first, which is kind of a smart move, I think. I mean, he does say premature monetization is the root of all evil, which... I could agree. I mean, it depends what you're trying to do. I mean, if you're EA, you're trying to make money. That's your job. I think, like you said, Valve has always been the type of person, the type of company that just wants to make cool games and like interplay. Well, interplay doesn't exist anymore, same way, but like um, irrational games is the kind of the same way. It's kind of like, let's make a really cool game first and then we'll try to make money off of it. So I think it depends on how large of a studio you are, I guess it comes down to. All right. Well, I, I guess that's. Uh... You know, it's really up to whether you you enter or not, and uh, I guess the larger companies can can pull something like that. Smaller guys, maybe they can. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I think well, smaller guys probably pull it off more often because they they just they have no boss telling them that they have to make money. <laughs> well, except except for if they that's their only source of income. True, but I mean, it's more like. Usually, I think really small studios get together because like five guys are like this game would be awesome. Let's make it. Not like, hey, if we made this game, we'd be rich, you know. But don't we all want to be rich? Not really. If I, I wanna... came to you and said, "Case, we have to, all we have to do is program this this bullshit stuff. We have to totally sell out, and someone's going to give us twenty million dollars each." You wouldn't do it. Oh, I know. I, I I would sell out. I never said I wouldn't sell out. I just don't care if I'm rich or not. <laughs> oh, well. I I would love to be rich. Anyways, no, I, have, speaking I, of, I wouldn't reject rich. I'm just saying I, I don't need to be rich. That's all. Who's rich? It's some dude. All right. Well, don't reject him. You know, that's bad for his ego. Um, speaking of making money, you know, two things that we just talked a little bit about. Making money and Dusax Human Revolution. We haven't talked about that game in a while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought, wow, we better bring that back because the fans demand it, frankly. Um, news is uh, coming out that uh, there's going to be some DLC for it. So, hey, we just finished it, but guess what? You get to get back in the world of Dusax 
human revolution. Uh, apparently, during, part, during the game, um, you um, are there's a three day span where uh, time's missing. Uh, if you play the game, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, DLC is going to take place at time period, uh, supposedly. So um, that's supposed to come out in October. So we'll see how that is if it comes out. Um, you know, I'm not sure if I'm ready for more. Maybe by October I will be. Oh, I'm, oh I'm ready for more. I, that's the one thing about Deuce X. I like playing every board and I would like to play more. I just don't see myself replaying boards I've already played. Hmm. If that makes any sense. But it's actually interesting. The one part that they said that they're going to fill in the gap for, when I was playing the game, that gap, I was like, that's weird. I thought like there was going to be something there, and then it wasn't. I'm like, that's odd that there was nothing there. <laughs> so it sounds like it's a pre-planned DLC. Yeah. It's a little annoying to me sometimes, but you know that's what? Not, some, sometimes they, you know, nowadays with the DLC, a lot of them are planning ahead for it. doesn't mean the game's any shorter than it would have been, but. Yeah, yeah. But you know what what you're probably going to do is buy it on the 360 because now they find someone finally made a controller for the 360 that looks like the PS3, as in the buttons locations, for some odd reason. So you're saying I should still get it on the the PS3 because now I can use the 360 controller on the PS3. Yes, yes, because the 360 controller is so much better. Well, you know that that's the funny part. A lot of people do like the 360 controller. Yeah. Um, you and um and the, and there have been other dongles and mods and ways to to get them to work, but um or if you've ever played the PC, the gamepad is kind of uh, Microsoft is the default gamepad kind of to get out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a company's actually uh, gonna make that uh, that PS3 one. So I guess people like you, it's good for you. Me, I like. I like the PS3 controller, so I will not be getting that. Yeah, I don't know why I don't like the PS3 controller. It just seems too small in my hands or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could just be, like I said, I've been playing the 360, so, I mean, the Xbox in general so long that, you know, it's just, it's my hands have molded to that form versus... Yeah, I, I think it definitely, it's, it's like that. I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong. When I use the PS3's controller, I don't, the Sidewinder or whatever, what that's called? it doesn't have a name. Whenever I use it, it, it doesn't the six like... six-axis? Is that what it's called? The six-axis. Well, it, I mean, because it's got six-axis control in it. Yes. Like motion control. It just... It doesn't, like, upset me that it's in my hand. It just doesn't feel right to me. So, like I said, it, it's not a big deal to me, really. The only way I would like it is if they would put the X button in the right position to the, the 360 one. You know, what they, you know what they need to do for you, Case? They need to have the controller where the buttons are blank... And you just get to put stickers on wherever you want. I have no problem. Like, I, I don't mind if they have different shapes or letters. My only problem is that they both have an X and they're both in two different spots. So when QuickTime events happen, whenever I'm on the PS3, my mind's thinking where the X is on the 360 because it's a QuickTime and I'm just quickly doing it. And I always hit the wrong button. Well, you know whose fault that is? Jesus Christ. Well, No. He's oh. my co-pilot. Um, the place one was around way before the Xbox came out, and uh, the X has always been at the bottom there. So, yeah. so the PlayStation, uh, you know, had that the, had the X button there, and Xbox came out and had to be different. So I'm assuming they had to be different for because they were fearful of legal reasons. <laughs> but that's me. I could and, be wrong. I, I don't think you can copyright an X. 
I'm talking about the layout of the keyboard. The keyboard? No, uh, sorry, the controller. <laughs> the buttons? I yeah, uh, maybe. I'm not. I'm. I, I mean, uh, Apple just sued a company because their tablet looks like the Apple tablet, even though tablets all are going to be the same, really. Well, that's dumb. Anyhow, they lost their suit, but that's not the point. <laughs> all right. Well, that's interesting. Back so so now that you know people want to play. Uh, that love the Xbox but want to play some of the PS3 exclusives, they can now enjoy them fully with a and essentially what would be an Xbox controller. So they can uh, they can get their uh, Nathan Drake on Uncharted, but they'll have the comfort and feel of the <laughs> Xbox 360 controller. Exactly. And speaking of the Xbox 360, yes, Battlefield 3, a game that you, sir, are looking forward to. On the PC. On the PC, of course. Of course. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You, uh, we know from previous conversations, would have gotten this via Steam. But now that it's not going to be available, you're going to have to you're gonna have to buy a disc? Uh, no, it will be available on the Orion network. You're gonna, I thought now, I thought you were going to download that client. I fucking don't want to, but, you know, evil is evil. Wow. Wow! I also don't want. I don't, never wanted iTunes installed on my computers, but one of my exes had an iPhone that she had to unlock, so I had to download fucking iTunes. So you know, sometimes you gotta suck it up, I guess. Hey, um, this podcast goes live across iTunes, and and a lot of listeners listen through iTunes. So yeah, well, they're idiots. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, don't say that. If you want to say anything to me, if you feel insulted that I called you all idiots for using iTunes, no, I don't send an email sh- at case at thronecontrollers.com. I don't give a shit. And I'll ignore you. I want Apple Apple to promote us on the iTunes. Uh, they don't. Yes, I am. <laughs> Move on. So yeah, you're saying sorry. you're you're talking about getting it on the 360, and the thing, yeah. the reason you're bringing it up is that the 360 is gonna be on how many discs? Dose two. Just well. Um, which is interesting because Skyrim, which is a bigger game, is only going to be is going to be on one, which is weird. I'm very concerned about that. I'm wondering if what I wonder if they just have it compressed and they're going to require you to install install. But I can't see them doing that because not all, all the systems have the ability to do that. I just well, it could, it could also be. Oh well, the difference might be for um, Skyrim. They might have since it's the way it loads the game streaming. Since you're not moving at full pace, you're just like a human running or on a horse. It's, it's going to stream load the game. Where Battlefield, when you're playing Battlefield, you're in jets, you have tanks. There's like a lot more happening on the screen. That so a streaming yeah. loading on the board might be more difficult. But I'm wondering also um, if this is going to be like the one disc is a single player game. And then the other disc is multiplayer, like has all the multiplayer maps and stuff like that. So that be, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, really? Is the single player that long going to take this whole disc? Yeah. Well, may, I'm just saying maybe it doesn't take a whole disc to, for the single player, but the single with the multi would take two, and so they split it evenly. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's it's just an interesting that Skyrim, a game which I assume is was going to be huge. I mean, Oblivion was a was a huge game, and that came on multiple discs. Um. I think they came on three discs. Did Oblivion come on multiple discs? Oh yeah, I, I think don't it did. Remember that at all? 
Okay, well, you look it up in the background while I keep talking. Yes, go right ahead. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's going to come on, on on two discs. Also, um, a game that I'm looking forward to because it ha- it's uh, against kind of my namesake here, Batman Arkham um, City. Um, they just released the achievement slash trophies for it, and one of the things that uh, I always say needs to be in games is the ability to keep playing after you finish it. That's one of the the replay value. Well, uh, two of the achievements or, or trophies um, included are speaking to a new game plus mode, which uh, I think the, the original one had. And um, I always push for and say, yes, you should, you should have that because one of the, one of the great things is right after you finish the game, you can go back in and start the game over, but now you're super powerful and, uh, you got all your abilities and whatnot, and so um, and you know what you're doing, and uh, sometimes it makes the game uh, uh, fun again. You know, just go back in with that the power. It's... Did you ever play the first one multiple times through? I played it through the. I played it through pretty much completion. I mean, I did all like the riddlers, puzzles. No, no, and everything. no. I don't mean play it through the. I mean, when you beat the game, did you go back and play it again? I go through not again. all the way through the second time. Okay, because I I played through once and, and then I basically just played the um those battle rooms. Yep. I constantly like I was trying to get because you can get a perfect score or something like that. I was trying to get the yeah, achievements. The, the, ch- the challenges. Yeah. Challenge rooms. Yeah. No, I I definitely played those, um, but I also went back and and played a little bit and um just you know at the beginning there you know you know how to grab guys and do crazy stuff so uh went in and, you know. I did things a lot more stealth, um, you know, going on the on the second playthrough for a while. You know, try to just pick guys up and drop them and have the guys run over and everything. So I did a lot more of that. So, um, yeah, it wasn't bad. All right. All right. Cool. By the way, just so everyone knows, Oblivion was only on one disc, like I thought. Really? I now, saw- the newer oh. ones come with two discs because the DLC is on a separate disc. The um was I think that that DLC they came out with the Chevrolet Isles comes on, yeah. disc, on another disc, but the original was only one disc. Wow, all right. There is a game out there that was on two discs. I don't remember. Oh, Alan Wake was on two discs. I think there was another game that was on, I think, three discs. Wasn't um, Final Fantasy? No, Final Fantasy was the newest Final Fantasy was on like three discs or something like that. I don't I wonder know. why. Cutscenes. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so that's pretty much for news for me this week. What about you, Case? You got anything else? I really don't. It's, I don't know. Slow week for me. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I don't know. It's getting to the. You know, I'm amazed though because getting to the point when games start coming out and their Dragon Con was happening, I was hoping there'd be something coming from there, but I don't know. Nothing. Nothing uh, exciting popped to my my eyes. I guess. <laughs> well, I think I think that's what it is. I think right now a lot of the developers and stuff like that are just getting over the, you know, doing all the Gamescom, PAX, DragonCon. Just like I mean, not that DragonCon exactly a video game related thing, but it's, but sometimes they're there. I mean, it's geek related. Um, so I think you know they're just getting that like that rolling, and a lot of the games they have they're trying to push are games we already know about. You know, like for the holiday season. So uh, anything they're showing is just stuff we've already seen. So I think, you know, 
I yeah. think we have a lot of good games coming out in the next few months, and and then I think uh, when we hit twenty twelve, um, we'll start you know seeing more to come out. <laughs> so maybe something out of TGS. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But I doubt. I doubt it'll probably be more of the same. Probably, we'll see. But maybe next week we'll have more games to talk about, and that'd be cool. So uh, let's take our break, play some music, come back, and uh, get the show ended. I guess. All right. Enjoy this, guys. Code monkey, get up, get coffee. Code monkey, go to job. Code monkey, have boring meeting with boring manager Rob. Rob say, Code monkey, very diligent, but his output stink. His code not functional or elegant. What do Code Monkey think? Code Monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code Monkey not say it out loud. Code Monkey not crazy, just proud. Code Monkey likes Fritos. Code Monkey likes Dallas Mountain Dew. Code Monkey very simple man. The big warm fuzzy secret heart. Code monkey like you. Code monkey like you. And welcome back, everybody, from the break. I hope uh, I hope you came back from the <laughs> exciting beginning of episode twelve. <laughs> I doubt they didn't leave if they had made it this far. Episode 12. Great episode. This so, time we're replacing all the guns with walkie-talkies. <laughs> oh, wait, what? no. Uh, that's George Lucas. I'm sorry. Dude, did you? All right. You uh, mean, I'm going on a rant now. Uh, Even though we said we didn't have a rant, I'm going on a freaking uh, rant. Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, God. I shouldn't have brought up fucking Star Wars. <laughs> did you? I saw the same shit. Everybody's pissed about it. All right. <laughs> Why does he keep on changing everything? Because he's a dipshit. He just released the original fucking thing. Only thing I would say is that when the original one first came out, and there's nothing to do with games, so you could fast forward like three minutes if you don't want to hear Star Wars bullshit, um, is the original one was like, you know, the ships flying through the blackness of space. You could see them, the blockiness around them, whatnot. A little bit of cleanup there, that stuff. Okay, that's I'm fine with that stuff. Oh, uh, the rest of the shit he's done since then, fuck that. I don't... I just want to know what his mentality is. Is he, like, going... He's oh, making, he thinks I, he's making it better. Does he really think he's making it better? Or is it like, I'll make That's, changes so people have to buy them because they'll be different? No, he thinks he's... He thinks he's, like, like using the technology today, like, the Ewoks blinking in this, in this new version. But That's fine. I don't mind the blinking Ewoks. I'm just talking about... He's not just changing... Like the Ewoks blinking, he's like adding in stuff and changing the way things happen. Obi Wan Kenobi's uh, little howl there, he's changing that. Yeah, adding the fat, adding Darth Vader yelling no at the end when he kills. I I don't understand why he's yelling no. I don't know either. It's like why? Oh, oh, screw him! Shouldn't the shouldn't the Emperor be yelling no? I don't know. Maybe he's saying, no, don't kill my son. I don't know. It's so... Uh, it's so fucking 
so I don't understand it at all. Like I didn't actually mind the additions he did. Like what was it in the late nineties when they had the release in the movie theaters uh, uh, and he added some stuff that wasn't that uh, bad other than the uh, changing that making um, Greedo fire first thing. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Other than that, like adding the stuff where like he's talking to um, uh the fat thing that I can't think of the name right now. Job of the Hut. Job of the Hut. Like that one scene when he's walking around, that wasn't bad. But like, I don't know. Why change the, this? Uh, All right. Dude, you know what? You can stop right now. My question is if, if um, Picasso was around nowadays, not Picasso, who's the guy that did the uh, Mona Lisa? <laughs> if he was around, would he update his Mona Lisa to like have bigger breasts and like a, and look more like um Realist, realistic because he has the technology to make it more realistic? We can only hope. We can <laughs> only hope. All right. Anyhow, now, so we don't really have a rant about video games this week, so we just ranted about Star Wars for three minutes. How's that? Uh, and there goes half our listeners. <laughs> no, they probably just gain listeners. They're like, Star Wars? Star Wars, awesome! Dear sirs, I agree fully with your Star Wars rant. Thank you for bringing this to light, even though it's been on every mesh board across the galaxies. I like the fact that you have a nerd voice. You like that? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's not hard. Now, were you referring to this one or the one I was just doing? Both. They're both oh, okay. Now, yeah. I do have quite a sexy nerd voice. <laughs> I'm sexy myself. Um... All right, so uh, after since we just did a movie rant <laughs> per se, um, what about a, what about a classic game to get us off the topic of Star Wars and kind of segue back into gaming? You got All something right. for us? I do, I do, and and this is gonna be this is actually gonna be interesting because this for people who know me out there, this is gonna be a weird classic so game. Nobody knows you. No one knows me. This might be a weird classic game that I'm bringing up. But it's probably one of the most played games for me on the NES. Custard's Last Stand. No. Which I actually did like that game. <laughs> no, it's um, it's actually Bases Loaded. Which is a baseball game. But it's a good, that's a good, that's good. I, well, see, the thing is, I really, I hate, I, I, I despise the sport of baseball. But I played Bases Loaded with my brother almost non-freaking stop. Like and all the sequels sucked. I think it's because bases bases loaded was like the last baseball game where it was just like very simple. You know, you throw balls and you hit them and then you throw around the bag. Like I don't oh, know why that sounded dirty right there. It did sound a little bit dirty. I mean, so anyhow, it's a baseball game. It, I mean, it wasn't. This is pre like getting like the true players' names and getting the real teams involved. So there's 12 teams. There's a Boston team, a DC team, Hawaii, Jersey, Kansas, LA, Miami, New York, Omaha. Because you know Omaha has to have a baseball team. Philly, Texas, and Utah. We're all, the only teams you could pick from. They didn't have names, so you just picked the, uh, you know, the team. Uh, which I think I always played as Boston, which is really strange for me. But I think I was always Boston, and my yeah, brother yeah. was randomly other people because. Boston had the best batter. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was always Jersey. Because Jersey had the best batter ever in the game of any baseball game. And his name was Paste. Which is a great name for a batter. And also a delicious Arts and Crafts product. <laughs> it is. It smells so good. I, I should smell some right now. So, anyhow, in this game, I mean, it's baseball. So, I really don't need to explain the game other than, you know, it's NES graphics. 
But the game was really kind of cool, and there's a few features of the game that I, I want to point out. This is what really made the game great for me and my brother. So you could, I mean, whenever I played this jersey, I always hit home runs with pace, so my brother got mad. Until one day, he found out you can actually beam the, beam the batters. Oh, yeah. Yes. So instead of intentionally walking paste, he would try to beam paste because if you beamed paste, and like it wasn't every player that this would happen for, but you beam paste randomly, he would rush the mound and fight the, the pitcher. And then he'd be kicked out of the game. So I would lose my best player if he would beam him. So I would have to swing at these really horrible pitches to try to avoid getting myself kicked out of the game, which is very amusing. Like, I'm amazed they added that feature because you, you don't usually see games that let you rush the pitcher after you get beamed by the ball in baseball. So that, that was one of the like, little cool little things I liked about the game. Um, another really neat little thing that would happen, and this is really weird, so that the umpires of the game, which are very strange names, it's uh, the first baseman was dumb, the second baseman was boo, third baseman was bum, and the I don't know what the guy, the main umpire's name was, Yuke, right? But what you could do in, in the game, you could check, check swing, which for anyone who doesn't know baseball is when you don't swing your bat the whole way, it's a check swing. You, you stop halfway because you realize it's going to be a ball, so you don't swing your bat the whole way. So you could do this in the game. And if you would check swing, sometimes the umpire would, would want to check with the third baseman to see if the check swing was a full swing or not. And so, what would really happen if it was a, if it was a third strike and you check swing, you would have the the umpire yell in voice say, "Hey, bum, you're out," because he was yelling to the third baseman, and the third baseman would say, "You're out," but it was all the same voice, so it would just come out as, "You bum, And I was like, it was always funny when that happened. It's like, oh man, the umpire just called me a bum. <laughs> so those are like the really kind of cool little things I uh, liked. Um, and then also the Utah baseball team. They had a pitching staff that was Jack and Hyde, which is, you know, kind of funny. Uh, so it was, it was just a fun little baseball. Like it was really simple. You throw it in, you can get a game going like really quick, and it'd be done really quick. It wasn't like nowadays where it's like all simulation and your pitches have spin on them and all this blah, to it. But yeah, it was a simple little game. My my pitches had spin on it when I played baseball. Well, you could could you do uh, spitballs? I think. It was like you said, it was a basic game, but I used to play it a lot too. Yeah, I mean, they made. I, to, I remember, I remember stealing bases was a feature that was very intuitive. Oh yes, it did. You could steal bases, couldn't you? Yeah, that was really, really intuitive. And like, you would always be watching the person you're playing with to see if they were like had their finger on the button. Because, <laughs> oh, I had a, my, when I used to play also with my brother. Uh, he always steal the damn bases, so I just be like, just just hold that pitch ball, just waiting for him to accidentally tap it so he could try to throw it out. But every time, pitch start start running and running back. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because so you you could actually get stuck between the uh, bases even. Yeah, and then they would they would play pickle back and forth and, and try. And if you messed up, like accidentally threw it, if you throw him between like third and second, if you accidentally third base threw it to first, the guy could actually make it. To, to third then yeah, yeah. throw back so if you screwed up or threw it to an outfielder or a pitcher or something like that yeah I mean for, for the time it had a lot of like the baseball normal stuff like you, I think you could do errors sometime where like the ball would want to be caught and you'd like throw it to the third base or you throw it too high like, you know I mean it wasn't like you had you 
it would just randomly happen, but still, it was kind of neat, like, little, oh. little things. I, I always say, if you're going to sports game, I like the old ones. I like bases loaded, and uh, I did a classic game there. I did double dribble. I like oh, that, so, if, yeah, if you're going to play a, uh, if I'm going to play a sports game, it's usually going to be a classic one, uh, you know? Uh, yeah. go, go watch the movie Swingers, and, and you can make Gretzky's head bleed. <laughs> well, I, I I still play all the NHLs, even the new ones, but that's just because I'm a hockey freak. And freaking, freaking Joe. Yeah, I mean, the game was so successful, they did release it, like, on everything, eventually. There was, you know, they had Bases Load 2, Bases Load 3, Bases Load 4, it was on the Game Boy, the Super Nintendo had Super Bases Loaded, Super Bases Load 2, Super Bases Load 3, and then, uh... The last entry was the Bases Loaded 96 was the last one they made for the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation. All so. right. Yeah. All right, Betsy. So we threw that out there for them. And like always, someone, if you want to talk about uh, that game, Bases Loaded, talk, talk about how you beat your brother in the face whenever he beat you at the game. Uh, or if you have your own classic games, feel free to send them to podcast at thronecontrollers.com. Yes, indeed. And and on that note, we have some uh, emails from uh, last week's uh, podcast. So I'm gonna we're gonna hit those up right now. Um, one of them I'm actually pointing to the news. I was actually gonna bring this up earlier, but I didn't because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there was a short uh, portal video that came out. Oh sure. yes, yeah. Sure, you sure you saw it. Uh, so. Uh, pertain to that um, it said how much would you pay for a full game version of that uh, the new I think SMB portal demo found on YouTube so if they made a game a full game version of that portal so I guess more of a a, a grittier realistic uh, version um, that one actually had gu- guards in it not instead of turrets even though guards were about as smart as the turrets yeah. Um, uh, how, how, would you, how much you would you pay for version of that right now? Uh, Zero dollars. <laughs> Zero dollars. <laughs> well, my, my answer is I would pay for a regular portal game. Like, you know, like, okay, for, or a regular full game, like 60 bucks. Well, I'm saying to me, there was no depth to the movie. I mean, the, the movie was pretty short. <laughs> yeah, but it really was. I would think that that would be like what I could see that being is more like how Counter Strike became popular. Like it was a mod of Half Life. So if someone made a mod of Portal Two to make it like more realistic story, and then like so then it was like a mod, so it was kind of free. And then for like maybe the first like they made an hour version of it, and it was just free, and you to play it. And then eventually they would get. Brought into Valve or something and made a full vert, like a made a four or five hour one. Then maybe I'll, I'll pay for more. But I just my, my whole problem, and this is even with Portal Two, the the normal one, is this: I didn't think the game can't go too long till it gets too repetitive for me. Yeah, you know, it's like eventually it's just like okay, making more portals and puzzles, same jokes. All right, the first yeah, Portal was a perfect length. Full version, like the full retail Portal 2 was a little too long for that type of game, I thought. You know, if they ever tell you it's a perfect length, it means it's too small. <laughs> um, what, what I thought was that, um, that yeah, I think there's limitations to the Portal, to, to the Portal universe, and they'd have to do something different with it. Because right now, you have, you know, a defined 
type of um, way to put words together there, buddy. Yeah, sentences and words. You know, actions, adverbs, no. nouns. If they would add weapons to Portal, that would be interesting. No. Like, if you I had, like... I, I don't want that. I would be interested... Well, I'm saying if you made a more realistic movie where you had guards, and you actually had, like... You could put a portals up, but you could switch over to a pistol. That'd be a really interesting way you can set up, you know. But wouldn't it be better to have no weapons and have to figure out how to defeat those guards with a portal? You, you, you're the sneaking man. Nah. I'm the shot at shoot you in the head guy. I, hey, usually I'm playing shooting in the head games. I there's just two sex. I was I was the sneaky guy. But I just thought it'd be interesting because you set portals up where you can like set a portal behind them and like throw a grenade through your portal so the grenade goes behind them. And uh, kind of interesting. Also, you could shoot yourself in. Hmm. <laughs> I guess. Hot. I guess you could shoot yourself. Which... <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying it'd be interesting. You could open a portal and actually shoot yourself in the back of the head. Fant- fantastic. <laughs> that would be amazing. So the answer is I'd pay, if they came out with a game, uh, a portal game right now, I'd probably probably pay what I'd pay for a regular game. I wouldn't pay extra money. It's not like uh, something... Um, Super special that I've been really wanting, like a remake. Like if, if for example, would be case. What would you pay for a remake of, or not even like well, I'd say a good, uh, what you would consider a good remake of Snatcher? Or, you know, what would you pay for that right now? If someone said, well, we made one, but we only had limited amount of copies, so it's expensive. Would you pay a decent amount for that? Uh, mm, I don't know. I said it was a uh, hundred. <laughs> I might be willing to pay over a hundred if it came with a statue. <laughs> okay, as long as it comes with some crappy piece of statue. All right. Mental uh, note: Ever selling case? Hey, case! I got these uh, used crates, but they come with a statue. <laughs> oh, they come with a statue. Well, it's hundreds of dollars. I'll take those. I'm not sure what the fuck I'm going to do with them, but hey, your crates. I was, I was just thinking, like, I I think $60 is a pretty good reasonable price for gaming now. But I'm like, well, I do pay $130 for a game that's because it has a statue. But the weird part is, is, like, these games that are rare, like, the games that are, you know, made that a lot of people don't know about, don't sell as well, they're always cheaper because they're not by large studios, you know. So if someone would make this game, I think it would have to be, like, a mod and thus it would be cheaper, you know, because they don't, they wouldn't have a back end of a full studio. Now, I guess if you said Valve's going to do a more realistic portal, I think the internet would explode because they'd all get pissed off and Valve would never do it. So yeah, it'd be like, it's too soon. You guys already had that or some shit like that. Or no, they'll be like, no, we like the game because it's funny. Not why are you making it serious? Type yeah. Thing. yeah. Anyways. So the answer is somewhere between zero and $60. Yes. That was our answer. I would pay less than I would not see myself paying full price. Well, bats would. So here, here's a question. I think another question. That I think definitely. I think you are more apt to answer this question. I'll throw my two cents in, but I don't know if it, anyone will give a shit. The question is: If servers could handle it, could play Battlefield Three on huge maps with thousands of other people fighting at once. Would you want that? No. Why not? Oh, I have to explain my answer. Because no, there was a game. Well, there still is a game out there. Mag. Um, what? Mag. Mag? Mag for the PlayStation. Oh, I'm sorry. don't know that game. 
<laughs> what I was gonna say, there, well, there was Tribes back in the day, which was pretty big, but there was um, Sony came out with a game, which I why can't I remember the name of it? It's called Mag. Not called Mag, jerk. It's a it was a it's on PC, and it was uh it's a, it's a, like an MMORPG, but it was M O M M O F P S, where you basically made a character, but you and then. You could go to these battles and you would fight and you could take over like different parts of the map and control different areas. And depending on what areas you controlled, your, your people could go. But the gameplay was a first-person shooter. And then, I mean, basically, in the, you had three different character types you could make. You make like a, a speedy, like sneaky guy. You could make like the um, mid, like uh, Green Beret type guy. And then you could make the I wear super kick-ass armor dude. Uh, and you could take over this map. And it was a first-person shooter. Had You could have tens of thousands of people playing. The problem with it was the fighting part with the FPS part was good when you were there and there's people there all fighting. It was kind of neat. Problem was to get to those battles, you sometimes would be traveling like by yourself, just holding the arrow key down, running to get to the place because the map was so big. It's like, I know the battle's over there. I know the battle's over there. And you're like trying to get there. And by the time you get there, like half the people are dead. And it just never really. It didn't have that action that you get from a smaller map, you know, like because things just spread out too much. That it really came down to like small skirmishes still happening. Like it was never ten thousand people all fighting at once. It was like, all right, there's ten thousand people playing right now, but there's well, a that battle. That sounds more like a design flaw than than Maybe. the amount of people. Well, they had quick travel ways to get to like you could like quick drop into battles and stuff. But still, like best you'd still only have thirty people fighting each battle really because. You know, there are so many battles happening because the map is so big. You could have 10,000 people playing, but there'd be like on one side of the map, there's 100 people fighting. On the other side of the map, there's another 100. In the middle, there's like 200 fighting. Over here, there's 300. Over here, there's 10. So, like, you know, it never was a big one. I think you'd lose a lot of the quick action you get in Battlefield. Now, so the one I was talking about was Mag, was also done by Sony, and they did it on the PlayStation 3. And that one you could have. Um, like hundreds of people, I'm not hundreds, maybe a hundred, I think, or maybe it's hundred or, or something like that. It's a lot of people on there. And though those battles, um, you know, would get on and, uh, based on your level, you would have certain command rights. So you might be just a soldier or you might be the leader of a platoon of soldiers, or you might be the, uh, the commander of several platoons, or you might be the general giving orders to all the things. And, you know, other platoons can't hear your orders and stuff like that. So, um, it, it's it worked really well if you had, say, uh, a website where you could get a whole bunch of people together, organized into a clan, or and you had everyone get together and, and there were people you know. I think it would probably be less fun if you're just jumping into a map with a disorganized uh, group of people because it's such a lot of people you need to uh, definitely coordinate attacks and and stuff like that. So. People still play that game today, and they love it, and I just really think it has to be done right. Um, but I definitely agree with you that sometimes that smaller map feel uh, gives that quick action. Uh, it just reminds me of when when I played Battlefield uh, 1942 uh, on the PC. Um, a lot of times it spawned back at your 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 base, and... No one going on, no battle going on there because you, your your main base can't get taken over. So that last spawn point can't get taken over. And there's always were some vehicles there or planes, and 
you always spawn just as the last guy was taking the last Jeep or tank away and you're chasing after him or something. Then you got to sit around and wait for a vehicle to spawn because if you tried to the front of the battle lines, it would take a lot longer. Um, so, you know, I always spawn and grab a vehicle and grab some people and just drive right up into the front lines, run a gun type of thing. So I, I definitely know what you're saying about that type of situation. Yeah. Um, Another thing, this other one, by the way, the game I was talking about was Planet Side, just in case everyone wondered. Came out in 2003. Um, servers are still running for it, so apparently people like it. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I, I didn't get into it. Um, yeah, but the, but the thing too with Battlefield is, like, even I don't know. It just wouldn't. I don't see how it could work. Like, what? Oh man! I, I, again, I make sentences. So on the PC, you have 64 people on one map. So that's already almost the size of what you were talking about with that other game. You said it was 100. And, and, and that, the nice part about that is that since Battlefield is contained, I never feel on Battlefield that the map is too small. Like, I never have that issue. Like, I'm always, like, in play. And like you said, sometimes I have a little travel time to get to the battle. But, like, I never have that moment where I'm like, man, I wish there was more room to run around, you know? Like, the worst, probably, in fact, I'd be annoyed because if the map was bigger, there'd be snipers that would be, like, well hidden, way far away, killing me, that I wouldn't be able to find. Um, so, I think the map size is pretty good for Battlefield. Like, what they're trying to accomplish with Battlefield. Right on. Yeah. So, next. the answer is, um, probably not. Not Battlefield, but maybe if someone wanted to make a game, a it different type of game. It has designed specifically for yeah. it. You yeah. couldn't. It could, you couldn't have it scale from sixteen players all the way up to thousands. It wouldn't. It, yeah. It would be too complicated. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, some balancing would need to be done. So I don't know. Yeah, if somebody wants to build a game and wants us to test it, we're more than happy to try that out for you. <laughs> all right. Next question. Um, <laughs> if you have one. Um, you remember the game Castle Crashers? Remember? Yes, I do. Okay, so they came out with a DLC, which was weird. It was a, a Pink Knight. Yes. Okay. So the question is, right now the Pink Knight, apparently. I'm sorry, you, I didn't say that again. I said, in Castle Crashers, right now, the Pink Knight DLC is currently free. Okay. So you can download the Pink Knight. Yes. Okay. And the question is, could... Uh, either of us see ourselves going and playing the game, game again to level the Pink Knight all the way up? Uh, no. I, I would not. No. There's no added value to it. Well, yeah, and the thing is, even for me, I only have my one guy leveled all the way up, which is the yeah. blue, which I think I did the Blue Knight is the guy, and he have, I have him leveled all the way up, but I'd never had the notion of going, oh, I should level everybody all the way up. Right, you know? no, I I went green, and that's yeah. Well, you know, because they they have different magic, but yeah. I I know again. I didn't go magic. I went hack and slash. So. Same here. Yeah. Um. So it really wouldn't uh, really wouldn't interest me. But there's a follow up to that. It says, uh, in this in this uh, essentially, uh, should there be um free deal? Should we be more of it? Should more of it be available? Um, for so castle crashers or in general. It's in general. I think it's in general. It doesn't matter. Yes, there should be lots of free DLC. Well, so here, wait, I'm going to just caveat this. One, uh, if if it's something you, you've designed and um, 
it's already in the game, and all you're giving is like an unlock code or whatever, just launch it with the damn game, especially if you're going to give it away for free. Now, if it's stuff that you're working on that you wanted to be in the game, but you have your to hit some launch date, but you still don't want to charge people extra for it, so you're you know you're you're fine tuning out. Yeah, a f- free DLC is um, if you can do it. Uh, I know Microsoft has some rules about how much free DLC they can give a uh, company can give out because um, they, they want the cut. So unless a company's going to pay Microsoft to give out the stuff, that sometimes makes it a little more difficult. Um, I think I'll, I think I'll, uh, yeah. So, I mean, yes, we're, we're always for free shit. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, that, that comes down to. Yes, all all of it should be free. Crap. Yeah. If you want to make free crap, we'll take it. So, yes, there should be free stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's, that's a no-brainer. No, I, I prefer it if everything costs $50. <laughs> Damn you. You're the reason why. Yeah, I know. I I fucked everybody and screwed them, um, and that's it. That's that's all the questions we you know that I think we're running uh, we're running about time. But I think that's all the questions we're gonna do this week. Again, if you want to write in and have your question butchered on the air by Case or myself, you can send your emails to podcast at thronecontrollers.com and my will give you the answer you're not looking for um also you can follow us on the twitters at controller talk uh for any uh latest news releases uh that come out on the site uh speaking of the site feel free to go there and check it out for uh the latest podcasts and reviews. Uh, Case just dropped one up there from last week. Uh, so do check that out. Uh, feel free to comment on there. Also, if you'd want to game with either Case or I, you can game with uh, myself at on the PS3 at Mike Man or on the Xbox 360 at Mike Man 718. I just ask that you tell me that you're from because I get quite a few requests and I just want to make sure I'm letting you guys in and not not denying you. Uh, because you know how there's only a hundred spots. If you want to play with a uh, case, that sounded bad. Uh, if you want a game with case, uh, with he's case. Seeker Shinobi on Xbox 360 and Seeker underscore Shinobi on the PS3. If he ever logs in again, I think it's going on 60 days now you, since you've been online. I've been on the 360. It's not the PS3. I know. I know. I, I, just, I don't remember how to turn on the PS3. Well, uh, it's a big button that says on. Oh, does it really say on? No, it doesn't. All right. <laughs> I would have looking all over the place for this on button, and everybody. I'm going to go over there and just I put 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 uh, put on, and then I'm going to go to your keyboard and put key. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so, um, case if you got nothing to add, I have um, nothing to add. Nothing to add. Well, then this has been episode twelve, and until next week, we out. Peace. I will murder you until you are dead. <laughs> <laughs>